You are listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. Our goal is to help you follow what Jesus taught in Matthew 6:33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, here's our host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Brother Timothy Johnson, who lives in San Carlos, Arizona, in the Apache Reservation, and is from the Apache tribe. He has been in ministry for 30 plus years. He is married to Freedom, and they have three wonderful children. They have traveled and ministered throughout the U.S. and Canada, serving individuals, families, communities, and churches among the First Nations and beyond. I met Brother Timothy Johnson at the Native American Rising Glory Conference themed Assembling of Eagles at Prepare the Way International Church in Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you, Brother Timothy, for being on Faith City Outreach to finish our part two radio interview discussion about the importance of going after Jesus when doing the work of God and to briefly share about your new book called The House, The House, The House. Um, And a lot of times those folks that just go are a product of maybe someone else that they've seen who has a gift and anointing so they go out and they are they are led by the gift mm-hmm. and not by jesus mm-hmm. they're led by the open door they're not led by jesus that's why jesus said if you want to be my disciple you know the very first thing the way jesus built his church was he made disciples mm-hmm. um he made disciples and that's the individual house and he raised up sons in the house so that's the very first thing he did and he said if you're gonna come, if you're gonna be my disciple, come after me. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, young men and women that are get ready to go into the work of God is they gotta understand you've got to come after Him, not after the offerings, not after the notoriety, not after the popularity, not after the hand claps or the open doors. Jesus said, "Come after me," mm-hmm. you know. And um, and when people just go, a lot of times it's because they see that that example and that's prevalent in the body of Christ today that's prevalent in Indian country just everywhere it doesn't matter um it's prevalent and they they learn to just operate by their gift we call them candlestick ministries they got the light the revelation the oil the anointing I got the Holy Ghost have gift will travel you know um but they've got to make that crossover from the candlestick over to showbread they got to now they've got to eat the flesh and drink the blood eat the bread and drink the wine and that's where they're going to lose their life and there's a lot of ministries or people that have just gone out is because they want that you know they they want that uh following um but they don't want to go and make that crossover to showbread where they lose their life where they say i must decrease but he must increase I'm not about my business. I'm about my father's business. Mm-hmm. The words that I speak, they're not my own. The father that dwelleth within me, he do with the works. I always do those things that please my father. See, that's a showbread type of person, but not the candlestick person. You know, they're so caught up and drunk um, on themselves. And uh, you see that a lot. So we need to make that crossover over to showbread. And, 
I use stronger words when I'm teaching <laughs> teaching this because uh, I try to open up the real uh, more insight into into how dark that is. You know, it's there's a lot of stuff happening in the in local fellowships and with administering people's lives that we don't really see, and there's a reason for that. Um, the motive is wrong. You know, Jesus said, every man's work shall be tried of what sort it is. What is it made out of? What's the intent behind it? What's the motivation? So um, that's why the individual house is so important because he'll build the man. He'll build the woman. He'll build the individual. Um, and then later on, finally release them. That's why I said there's promise, preparation, and performance. So if God speaks a word, to me and says, Timothy, you shall be a prophet to the nations. Verily, verily, you shall be a prophet to the nations. So right away, I don't just jump from the promise right over into performance and start handing out my cards and saying, I'm a prophet to the nations now and start doing all this stuff. You know, what happens is I skipped over preparation. So when I got the promise, I'm a be not. God calls those things that be not as though they were. So I'm in a be not stage. So I got to go through my days of preparation to find out what that prof profit means. What does it cost? What's its order? What is its function? What is it supposed to do? And then I go through the preparation. Then finally, my day of performance will come. Then God will release me um, into the work that he wants me to do. So a lot of folks get the promise. And this works in the individual, family, church you know, that order, uh, because people don't want to go through preparation. They just want to jump right in to the performance of it. And that's where you get a lot of people get hurt, disappointed, frustrated, mad at God. Um, you lied to me. You didn't come through. Uh, they still have character issues. They bring a reproach to the name of the Lord, the work of the Lord, because they skip over their days of preparation and just try to jump into their day of performance. So now, do that's you think why that's it, because it's a worldly influence jumping into the performance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, they're just excited. They, they, they have zeal. And um, that's why I'm so thankful for these men that would, would speak into my life. And they were very uh, straightforward and correcting and um, would, would tell me stuff when things weren't right and challenged me um, as I was growing up because it would have been real easy to just um, use my gift, you know. It would be real easy not to talk about the individual house, family house, church house. I could easily just preach faith and healing and, and have thousands, you know. It's like there's three, there's levels um, among the people. You have, remember, Jesus fed the 5,000. They were there because of the fishes and loaves. And he finally told them that you don't follow me because of the things I say. You follow me because of the fishes and loaves. And then you had the next uh, category, which were the 70. And he sent them out two by two. And they all came back saying, the devils are subject to us. And Jesus said, don't rejoice because devils are subject to you. Rejoice because your name's written in the land book of life. But their focus was on the power. So you had the 5,000 there for fishes and loaves. 70 there for the power. And then you had the 12. And then you finally had the three. Went the Mount of Transfiguration. 
all the way down. So you got the 5,000, 70, 12, and 3. See, Jesus told the 3 things he never told the 12. He told the 12 things he never told the 70. He told the 70 things he never told the 5,000. But the 5,000 were there as long as you met their needs. You know, there'll be 5,000. So it's easy if you want to just draw a crowd and have a crowd of people at your meetings, just have a prosperity seminar. As long as you're giving them fishes and loaves, just have a healing seminar, you know, and you get the fishes and loaves people. Then you have the 70 that are there just for the power displays, the anointing, the touch they feel. But then there's those that are the 12 and the three. Jesus never built his church upon the 5,000. He never built his church upon the 70 because he knew what they would do. They'd walk away from him. And he finally turned to Peter and said, Peter, will you also go away? And Peter was like, where else can we go? You have the words of eternal life. But this is the difference between disciples and sons versus just the 5,000 and the 70. You know, these are the ones that want to get built. These are the ones that want to be sent. These are the ones that want to be raised. But you have so many that are involved with just the 5,000 and the 70. I always say the 5,000 you get Sunday morning. Yeah, 70 you get Sunday night. Wednesday, you get the 12. Then if you got anything else, a prayer meeting, you used to get the three. <laughs> you know, so, so you see that in church entity. So you have three That's levels. So true. So you have all these levels that you're speaking to. So like on a Sunday service, I got to have the wisdom to be able to minister to each level and feed each level and understanding that. So when I'm going out, I'm not looking for the 5,000. and I'm not looking for the 70. I'm like, God, give me the 12 and the 3 that I can pour your ways into that will understand the sin anointing, that will download that word and walk it out. Because that's how he builds. And we're not building it that way. You Why know, did we get away from that? Um, I think a lot of it was um, people wanting to build their own thing, represent their own thing, and to... Again, the, the notoriety, the, the, the money, the prestige, the position. Yeah. So what they end up doing is they, um, they get to a place where they, they're not building a family. They're building a business. Mm -hmm. They're not building the family. They're building their ministry. They're not building the father's house. They're building their own edifice. So it's better for them to do it that way for their sake so that's why real apostolic prophetic men come and challenge those things my spiritual father always just said that timothy remember who you are he said you carry a prophetic anointing as well prophets challenge kings and kings don't like kings so all these kings building their kingdoms with the five thousand and the seventy when a real apostolic prophetic man comes, they come representing the king and his kingdom. That means that another king is going to get toppled. And they don't like that. And um, that's what we represent is the kingdom of God, king's domain. And, now you said you, you want to, yeah, you said you want to um, build disciples, but have you ever built a disciple that really wasn't built, but has been in ministry? from a long time that didn't have that foundation yet, 
that was uh-huh. operating out of performance and operating out of their own self gain. And then, and then took them out of that and begin to build them. Right. Have you ever uh, ministered or developed that type of um, person in that level or that phase or stage in their um, walk with the Lord? Yes. You have. Yeah. Yeah, actually, some some that were ministers or pastors, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it all started with relationship. It all started with the one on one. It all started with like I was saying, building that trust and that that opening and role modeling it, and, and seeing how God was working, and then just start pouring into them little by little, little by little, until they finally came out from that, and their eyes were open. You know that wow. sent, that sent anointing. Uh, remember that when Jesus came to that man that was born blind and the disciples or people asked him who did sin, this man or his parents, he said neither, but that the glory of God might be revealed. But he put um, clay on that man's eye or spit in and spit on it. And he told him to go wash. And remember what, what he, where he told him to go wash. Do you remember that? He said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Go wash in the pool of Siloam. And you come away seen, go away seen. The word Siloam means sent. Mm-hmm. He sent them to a pool called Sent. So this man went to a sent pool or an apostolic pool and he washed and his eyes were open. That's one of the anointings of the apostolic or sent anointing. That's what Paul said. I was sent to open up the eyes of the Gentiles. And he said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be open. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me has sent me what was one of the sent works was to recover sight to the blind. So those of us that are operating under a sin anointing understand that we carry an anointing in our lives that opens people's eyes. And the things that we share are imprinted upon people's lives. So we carry a sin anointing an apostolic anointing, a technology, a grace comes from heaven. And when we're going in to do what God's told us to do, we stand in the power of our sentness. It's a powerful thing. It's very powerful. And I'm really looking forward to your book because you keep referring to a lot of the information about your book. Mm -hmm. And so when it is finished, please come back. And I would really like to continue the conversation about your book yes yeah that would be great yes brother timothy i know that not too many people know about native americans and rarely are native american issues mentioned in all spheres of influence like the media the government education business and this has caused drastic division between the mainstream population and the natives and I was wondering, do you have or can you share a few social contributions that the Native Americans have provided to the United States? And I did a little research, so I want to share some, (laughs) too. Sure. (laughs) And one of them is um, just recently, Canada has just appointed its first Indigenous Governor General. Mm. Her name is Mary Simon. She's the 30th governor general that they have appointed and the first indigenous 
one, two. Mm. And then I did a Google search on um, Native American leaders in the U.S. And this came out. It says, at the start of the 117th Congress on January 3rd of 2021, which is this year, five Native Americans were serving in the House, the mm. largest Native delegation in history. Cole, Mullen, Hallen, and Davids were all reelected in 2020 with Republican Yvette Harrell of New Mexico elected for the first time in 2020, which I thought was so interesting because this has never happened before. And my question to you also with this is, has God spoken to you about Native Americans um, as far as um, what move he may be doing in the native lands or he is doing in the native lands. In regards to the um, social? It could be in regards to anything because now since we're seeing he's rising up a lot of leaders in, in the world. I mean, this mm -hmm. place is Canada and now we have it in, in the U.S. where we have five Native Americans um, for the first time, you know, uh, serving in Congress is... Is he sharing anything with you about the native lands in your quiet time with him or in your Bible study time with him? Yeah, um, I think that's, that's a good thing as far as uh, representation and those folks actually having a voice, having a voice um, as far as for the native people, like you said, they've always been overlooked or forgotten in a lot of ways just mm -hmm. like um like the i don't know why it's not in the news yet as far as those uh those children that i made mention of at the conference of how many how they found so many hundreds of mass graves under those mm -hmm. those churches like that i think it's up over 1500 now that they found and there's still so many uh, oh in canada yeah you said, they yes. haven't even they haven't even started in the U.S. yet, um, but wow. the lady, this other native lady that's now, I think, over the Department of Interior, I think, I forget her name, but she said that uh, they're going to start looking into it as well in, in the United States. So I think as far as that part of it goes, that these native people are putting these positions to be able to shine light and uncover some of these things. Um, I always say some of these folks are operating under uh, apostolic prophetic anointing. They don't realize it, they're just using it in a different sphere, you know, mm -hmm. um, like the prophetic, they uncover, discover and recover. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are used to do that, uncover and discover and hopefully bring recovery um, mm -hmm. as well. So, um, so yeah, it's good in that that point, being able to look at those things. Um, it, was, it was sad as I, I thought about that. Mm -hmm. And um, again, it goes back to that marred, disfigured uh, Jesus again, because everybody relates again, church, mm -hmm. children, and how the church at that time worked right along with the government too to do some of these things, you know, um, but it was, 
it wasn't the kingdom, it wasn't good Christianity. But yeah, as far as that, I think it's it's good. I'd also like to see that within in the body of Christ as well. I made mention of that. You don't see a lot of uh, native men and women of God really standing side by side. Other prominent apostles and prophets and having a voice in into speaking to all people groups, you know, instead of just categorizing. Mm-hmm. I was with another person doing an interview and I said, um, I'd like to just come on and just people to just, you know, look at us as men and women of God, mm-hmm. not right away, you know, looking on, on the outward, but, you know, what is God saying to you for the people? Is God saying to you from the earth? Um, I think more of that needs to happen still even in that arena, as far as the religious sector. And uh, I think that that things will open up even more moving forward. So, yeah, there's a lot of different influences out there. There's a lot of actors, a lot of entertainers, singers as well, you know, just kind of shining light on some Native issues as well. So um, we need some real good godly influences you know, some of those folks, we pray for them, as the scriptures say, pray for them uh, that are in leadership, because the part of the king is in his hand, like the turning forth of waters, we pray that God somehow will use them, and speak to them, and turn their hearts, you know, to do things uh, for, the, for the right, for righteousness sake, and, and like that, like those issues mm-hmm. that we're talking about, as far as those children, and, and things like that, so, it's a good thing that they're, they're, some of them are stepping into those type of roles. And um, yeah, I'm really excited for the, the, the shift that we see. Thank you, Brother Timothy, for being on Faith City Outreach. And um, I just um, hope that you can return and we can continue this conversation about your book. Um, and you said the title of your book is House, House, House. Yeah, I have the, that, that's what it's going to be about, the house, the house, the house. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm just putting it the house, and then I, I have. Oh, we cover. just had a pre a pre discussion about it. Yeah, yeah, we touched the <laughs> touched the surface of it. Right. Yeah, just we're, the we're gonna, surface. We'll yeah. do some more digging and scratching in there. Well, more than scratching, we'll do some digging there. Yeah. Get, get the book in, <laughs> and I, this probably be the first volume because there's so there's so much involved in it. Hopefully. Um, get in the right hands and go out to reservations and reserves. Um, there's a lot of reserves in Canada out in the bush that we've flown into. Um, when my wife and I got married, we met in August, got married in uh, November. Mm-hmm. So it was winter. And when we got married, I took her on a trip. Our first trip or honeymoon was way up into the bush of Canada. Mm-hmm. And we landed on the frozen lake and got mm-hmm. picked up in the snowmobile. And she's sitting in a box, you know, mm-hmm. uh, wrapped up. And they didn't have lights or plumbing or nothing. Um, yeah. No running water. So that was kind of, a, it was pretty nice. But yeah, people like that in those areas, hopefully we'll be able to get, to get, get that book in their hands and start building where they're at. That would be exciting. Yes. Thank you so much. And um, could you please end in prayer for whatever the Holy Spirit is um, leading me to pray for? Yes. Father, I thank you today for this um, 
broadcast. I thank you for my sister for opening this door of opportunity for people to hear your word and to, to hear a message of the gospel of the kingdom. Lord, you said that we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. We thank you that we were able to, to speak the word that is full of power, that is full of strength and full of healing and full of deliverance right now. God, I thank you that this word, Lord God, would fall upon good ground, that someone out there that is hearing it, that their eyes or their understanding would be open, Lord, that there's something would be sparked and, and lit, Lord God, in their hearts and their lives, Lord God. It would not just be a word, but let this word begin to be a work. Turn the water into wine. Take this water of knowledge and understanding, this water, Lord, of knowledge and turn it into the wine, the wine of the spirit, let it begin to change us and alter us, Lord God. Lord, and everyone that is listening, God, that is kneeling, needing a touch, that is needing a, a word and a strength, Lord God, I pray that you would just send forth your presence now, wherever they may be. I thank you that you're bringing healing, touch their bodies, touch their mind, touch their lives, and work in them right now, God. I thank you for the anointing that is upon our life. The anointing, Lord God, that would destroy yokes and lift burdens off of our shoulders right now, God. And I thank you, Lord, that you're touching them right now where they're at in their room. They may be in a hospital room. They may be driving in a car. They may be in a hotel room. God, wherever they're at, that you would minister to them and strengthen them by the power of your word today. And I thank you for this. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Join us next time as Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders to share their testimonies and their ministries. All music is courtesy of zapsplat.com, and our thanks goes out to Four Winds Ministries in Arizona for partnering with Faith City Outreach. If you'd like to support this ministry, just go to fcoprogram.com and click the donate button. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.